Generation Mix. Hello and welcome to Generation Mix, episode 18. This is the podcast where a father and a son review the CDs the dad's been making for the son for the last four years or so. Close on five now, actually, that we've been yeah. doing this podcast a while. I'm the dad, I'm Neil. I'm the son, I'm Joel. And this week we are listening to the music of Keen. I'm keen to listen to this one. Oh, getting the <laughs> pun bug. <laughs> so Keen are a oh, band no, that came from Battle in East Sussex. They were formed in 1995, but really burst onto the scene with their debut album in 2004. Their most recent album is Cause and Effect, which came out about two years ago. There's nothing from that on this because this CD was made a good four years ago. Uh, it's also quite single heavy. Um, there are only really four albums from which to pick as well. And subsequent to this, you've actually bought both the debut album and the Best of Keen, haven't you? So I think we're in for a positive experience based on the fact that clearly you liked this CD. So let's dive in with track one, which is probably one of my favourite Keen songs of all time. It's in my top 100. I've gigged it several times. It's from their fourth album, Strangeland, Sovereign Light Sounds good. Glad you said that. This is actually about their hometown of Battle and Hastings. It's a great song. I it really makes me happy. It really lifts me up. I play it on the piano quite a lot, don't I? Yeah. Next track is from Hopes and Fears, the debut album. I've gigged this as well <laughs> with your mum. And it is Everybody's Changing. one two for two yeah absolutely great song before your mother and i got married we went on a boat cruise on the river seven from tewkesbury and there was a live entertainer on that and one of the songs that he sang on that was everybody's changing and i really really liked it in fact the first time i actually recall loving the album was when I was driving down to visit your mum in Cheltenham before we were married. Hopes and Fears is easily my number one album of the 2000s, that decade. 
I recently did my video on Pock and Rock Channel with that. There was no question what would have come top of that decade. I knew it would be hopes and fears. I love this album. Their third album was something called Perfect Symmetry. And from that, your first pick is The Love of the Movie. Yeah, it's not as hooky. I mean, it's got everything that makes a great Keen song, which is a really, really good, fantastic chorus. The, the chorus really lifts that whole The Lovers Are Losing part. But it's it's an album track. It's it's a deeper cut from the, the Perfect Symmetry album. As well, is, it's not on my best of Keen CD. No, we are, we are cross-consulting with that, the best of Keen. The next track isn't either and is from Strangeland, the fourth album and what was at one point looking like it would be their final album because they went on what we now know is hiatus, not split. And it is Watch How You Go. I wish that I could be your journey's end But you are only passing through Given that that's a slower track there, I'm expecting you to give your first withering net assessment. No. Oh, good. I like it. It is my least favourite so far, but we've only had four tracks. So. I, 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 I like that one. It, it's, it's slower than all the other three that we've listened to so far. It's clearly a ballad, and I think it shows off the vocalist Tom Chaplin's voice really, really well. That bit where he goes from his chest voice into his head voice in the chorus. Where he hits the high note of watch how you go. I think it's just really, really good. You yeah. understand some of this now, don't you? Because you've been yeah. doing singing lessons. So you kind of get what they talk about with chest voice and head voice, yeah? No, or we haven't talked about that yet. Oh, okay. We've talked about falsetto voices. We're going to stick with Strangeland. Well, normally, I don't pick back-to-back -back tracks from the same album on these. I mix them up a bit, don't I? The only time I tend to do that is when the songs run into each other and kind of can't be separated. Things like... Golden Slumbers carry that weight in the end from Abbey Road's a perfect example of that. The next track then, as I say, is from Strangeland. It's our third pick so far, Disconnected. Disconnected. 
watched over this house But you're putting up the windows now We've been leaning on each other so hard Tied so tight we wound up miles apart Making simple things so one's also my least favourite so far. Disconnect is great. Strangeland's a really odd album for me. I think I, I rated it in my 2010s top 15. But that's mainly because the first half of the album is, for me, phenomenally good. But the second half of the album just doesn't land in the same way. I've got to listen okay. to it again and see whether or not I like the second half more than I thought. But the first half is just incredible stuff. And I love it. Back to Hopes and Fears for an absolute banger of a tune. This is, I think this is not going to be your least favourite so far that you like. It's Can't Stop Now. But I can't stop now I've got troubles of my own Cause short on time I'm lonely and I'm too tired to talk Yeah, they really good. They just feel calming, soothing. That's actually a really good assessment, I think, certainly of early Keen. There was something kind of special about Keen in their early days. Part of their selling point, their unique selling point, was that they musically had drums, bass and piano. They didn't have any guitars. That was their three core instruments, and that was so unusual for a, for a band not to be guitar-based. Now, eventually, they've added a guitarist in, so there were four members of Keen, but in the early days, there was three. To call them soothing, I think that might be reflected in the fact that you haven't got guitars crashing in all the time. Can't Stop Now is a album cut. So a bit word about the album Hopes and Fears because it became something of a phenomenon. It got to number one, and according to Wikipedia, as of September 2019, it is the 36th, best-selling album in UK chart history. Whoa! Now, that's not bad for an album that came out 16, 17 years ago. I mean, it's not on... And from an unknown band as well. Well, when they were unknown, but it, it sold... It has sold... It's one of the best-selling debuts of all time, for sure. But 36th best-selling album, that's something you can kind of retire on, really. Except I'm glad they didn't, because they made more great music. Returning to... Perfect Symmetry for the lead-off single, and you are going to hear some guitars, it's Spiralling. 
quite there, but it is definitely my least favourite. Okay. So far. I'm not going to argue with that. Not because I don't like it, I do, but I do remember that when I got the Perfect Symmetry album, and that was the lead-off track, and I hadn't heard the singles, I remember thinking, this is different. And yeah, at the I, time, thinking... It soothing vibe that all the other songs It so far certainly have doesn't have a soothing vibe. The, the crashing keyboards in the background of that, they're not soothing, you're right. You want to move on? Yeah. Are you ready to go back to Hopes and Fears again? Yes, please. So, this certainly won't be the last time that we visit Hopes and Fears, but it, this is the last one. I don't think it's quite soothing because there's a it's real like, lift in the chorus. It's a, it's less soothing than like a later track that we'll come to, which is the best track in that I, I th- which I think will be the best track in the CD, and several of the tracks we've already had. But it's a lot more soothing than Spiraling. Now the next track is the one that I know the least. I mentioned earlier, Keen went on hiatus after their fourth album and the release of their Best of. There was a couple of new tracks on the Best of. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they released a single from the film A Monster Calls. And I put this on here and we're both going to discover this track because I, I can't recall any of this. And it's Tear Up This Town. Some days I rage like a fire in the wilderness. Some days I only need the darkness and a place to rest. Oh, it takes time. Learning to fly. Tear up this town. Fairly new to me as well. What do you think? I like that one quite a lot. I do as well. That's that said to me, Keener back. The first oh. half of the chorus was the best. Was the worst bit. I was thinking exactly the same thing. I was thinking, oh, for a band that did choruses as well as they did. That was just a bit... Oh, 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 no, it picks up again. <laughs> yeah. What a song. <laughs> <laughs> that was really, really... I really enjoyed, actually, Tear Up This Town. Yeah. Going to Hopes and Fears again. This is the last track off the album. It's Bed Shape.
Should we get in a mare, ladies and gentlemen? No. Not a mare. Sure? This is my least favourite hopes and key hopes and fears track so far. But not You're still rating it above Spiralling. Spiralling. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But the lyrics the lyrics in the chorus are weird. They are do sound weird and I don't understand what he's singing about. Bed shaped. The yeah. name of the song just screams inappropriate stuff. Well, I don't think it is that kind of way, Joel. Uh, but I don't know what they're they're singing about. Perhaps if someone can tell us in the comments on the uh, don't tell me. I don't want to know. That would be what they think the song's about. Would be great. We now reach Keen's second album, Under the Iron Sea, and I really don't like this album. I no longer own it. There's a lot of tracks on it on your greatest hits. So when you listen to your greatest hits, there's going to be a whole swathe of things that you won't have heard before. But I found Under the Iron Sea a massive disappointment after Hopes and Fears. And to be honest, they didn't really capture me back as a band that I loved until the Strangeland album, even though there are many good tracks on Perfect Symmetry. So the first track I picked from Under the Iron Sea is A Bad Dream. When we were listening to that just then, I said to you, I don't think you'll like this. What do you think of it? Yeah. Nah. You don't nah. like You actually dislike this? No. Or was it just meh? It's just meh. Worse so far, though, yeah? Yes. I have to agree. And my anticipation levels, having fallen in love with Hopes and Fears for the Under the Iron Sea album, were sky high and what I heard massively disappointed me and I think that's one of the best tracks on it not the best track but it, it's one of the better ones so as I said I didn't really fall back in love with King's music until the Strangeland album and so the next pick is from Strangeland it's On The Road On the road. I really like that. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. And it's after the slightly dark tones of Bad Dream. That's a real lift back up again in the way, way I sequenced it. It's really upbeat, fantastic song. I'd it's like to... It's pace as well, so you, can't get, you won't get bored. It's sixth track on Strangeland, which says to me that if that was a vinyl, that would be the album side one closer. And I think actually... In terms of the way vinyl albums are constructed, that's a good side A closer. Really good. 
Returning now to the third album, Perfect Symmetry. And let's hear the title track. As the needle slips into the run-out groove. I thought it said worn-out groove. No, the run-out groove. What does that mean? Not a clue. It's about vinyl records. And a needle goes on the record, it goes all the way through, and then it, once it finished the final track on the side, there was a run-out groove, and, which has got no sound on it. And that's what they're talking about there. As the needle slips into the run-out groove. Great song. I really like Perfect Symmetry, but what do Did you I? think? Ah, I do too. This is this is turning out to be one of the best received Daddy's Introduction CDs by quite some distance. Yeah. But then I have picked an awful lot of the singles that are on the greatest hits, so there's, there's a reason for that. We're at the point where we're going to we're we're a good two thirds of the way through, and we are going to make a return trip under the Iron Sea and see what we can see in our crystal ball. So what did you see in Crystal Ball? A good song or a bad song? I really like that one. I really like that one. That is probably my highlight from Under the Iron Sea. That felt like something that would have been on Hopes and Fears. Yeah. And that's so, probably why I like it, because I'm a Luddite stuck in my ways. I wonder if I gave Under the Iron Sea too hard a time, if I was to listen to it again now, whether I might find I like it. I, I barely listened to the EP they released called Night Train. Let's head Back to the Perfect Symmetry album for a track which is not on your greatest hits, but I really think should be. I'm sure they'd release this as a single. Wonderful song, I think, and that's better than this. Better than this or not? Why did you put David Bowie's song on my CD? That's not David Bowie, that is Keith. Yes, that is David Bowie. As soon as it came on, I found myself thinking, this really reminds me of something. What did it remind me? And then you screamed, it's David Bowie. And I went, he's got a point. <laughs> so I have looked up that to read the review from The Guardian, which says, 
some about the sounds in the album stolen from David Bowie's Ashes to Ashes. Oh, it, it It's unquestionably influenced by Ashes to Ashes. No question. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I like it. The review suggests that actually maybe the whole album is. I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to Perfect Symmetry with new ears. It is good, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. Hopes and fears again. Yeah. For the penultimate selection that I picked from that superlative album, and it is Bend and Break. favourite so far but it wasn't bad I liked it I like Bend and Break a lot I think the chorus is again soaring that whole if only we don't bend and break I'll meet you on the other side it's just a, another soaring keen chorus probably the weakest of all of the Hopes and Fears tracks so far actually I think but no, I'd I, I didn't like Bed Snakes as much oh okay well, whichever one I said was my least favourite I can't remember we're going to make our final visit to a strange land and be silenced by the night. like that one it's a good track though it's got another great mm. chorus they and they've got away with the chorus haven't they yeah we are going backwards in their album so that was their fourth album that we picked that from this is their third for perfect symmetry and it is you haven't told me anything Tell me anything. What did you think of it? it wasn't, tell me. It wasn't my favourite. But you haven't told okay. me anything. It was okay. You but... haven't told me anything. Can you not? It was okay, but it's definitely not my favourite. Anyway, no. I can hear the Bowie influence now that you've mentioned Ashes to Ashes. I can hear 
stuff from the Scary Monsters and Super Creeps album from 1980, which is Ashes to Ashes album. Don't hate it. It's it's the one. It's my meh. That's my okay. meh track. Winding back again to the second album now, which is Under the Iron Sea, and there is nothing in my way. I was expecting you to say that that was, uh, again, a bit of a step down. But then I didn't like the verses. And then when the chorus came in, it was Mm. a lift again. And a very different chorus to anything else that they've done. We need to conclude. We've reached the end, track 20. And so we're going to end with, from Hopes and Fears, the song that launched them to the world. It's my favourite key track, and I think it's probably yours as well. And it's somewhere only we know. sad i'm not doing grade three and skipping to grade four because that was what because really? it, it was one of the choices from the book it's what keen will be remembered for in, yeah in decades and, and years to come oh wow it is a great great track i've really enjoyed this run through what about you same it's really good well am i in for a good next section here <laughs> well, maybe you just better give me a good one. Well, I've gone off Star Wars, but perhaps you'll like it in 99 seconds. Hey, out, use the Force, Luke, close your eyes and shoot. 
So that was Star Wars in 99 Seconds by John Cozart. We have had a song from him before, which was YouTube Culture, which you thought was quite clever. Yes, I did. Um, so do you think the same for that one? That is unquestionably clever. Okay. It is a great summation of six films mm-hmm. using John Williams's iconic score. Mm-hmm. I've heard it once, I don't need to hear it again. Yeah. Clever, well, clever sums it up. It's not. Seen, I've never seen a word of it. So. I flipping bet you have. That concludes episode 18 on Keen. Mm. Just to mention that I have a YouTube channel called Pock and Rop, which you might like to check out. I have a YouTube channel called Fox Eating Nuggets Gaming, which you might want to check out. And we will be back in a fortnight's time with our next episode, and we are finally there. It is the much trailed episode nineteen. Well, you'll get. Well, you'll get. You're, you're getting the worst Joel's revenge so far. I seriously hope you hate it. And also, I kind of know you do hate it. This is going to be an uphill struggle, episode nineteen. And so we are hoping that we will have a guest join us for that episode because I'm going to need some moral support from the loathing that this boy is going to pour upon CD19. I would say listen out for the musical clue, but it's fairly obscure, so I think you might struggle with it, but we'll put it on anyway. But until next time, thank you very much for listening. This is Generation Mix signing off. Goodbye. Generation